the majority of campers are going to actual okay. designated campsites. We're also campsites. from the East Coast, and it's like if there were amazing boondocking sites yeah, all around wow. where I live, we would be there. But look, <gasps> the ultimate – Really? You're going to bring our kids all the time out into the middle of a field? No, I'd go alone. <laughs> yeah, uh, but the ultimate – look. Hi, everyone. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jeremy. Authors of Where Should We Camp Next, a 50-state guide to amazing campgrounds and other unique outdoor accommodations. Almost 12 years ago, we bought a pop-up camper that changed our lives and introduced us to the joys of RV travel. Join us now as we talk about where to camp, what gear to bring, and the best food to cook. We will also keep you dialed in to the latest RV innovations from people in the know. So pull up a chair and join us around the digital campfire. This is the RV Atlas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the RV Atlas. Today, we are going to take a look at our 14 most downloaded episodes of the year. And yes, 14 is an odd number. <laughs> yeah, when I told you to pull the top episode numbers, I didn't expect you to come back with the top 14. You were thinking top 10? <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I had to like um, state that. <laughs> In typical Stephanie fashion, you have not even asked me yet why I did 14. You're just no. assuming that it's for some bizarre <laughs> reason. I, I let you, I let you, you know, slow your roll and roll Numbers it out. 10 through 14 were clustered so close together. It was just a couple downloads separating them that I felt bad axing like three episodes that were you really- felt bad for the episodes? I did. Poor little episode. I wanted those episodes in there. (laughs) And not only that, um, there were just some cool topics that I wanted to talk about and mention. So listen, to me, I think that when we look back at the data, right? Because I'm I'm a total data hound, right? Uh, when we look back- <laughs> That is such a lie. Oh my God. I'm always like, look at the numbers. Stephanie's like, when is the last time you looked at the bank account? You're not a numbers guy, but go ahead. Last dear. night, last night I went Christmas shopping and I was like, how much is in the account? Oh, I told him sometimes people have bank apps on their phones, dear. I was like, that one will download for me. Um, I think that like when we look at our top downloaded episodes, it says a lot about us. It says a lot about our show. It says a lot about our audience. And it says a lot about both the RV and camping industries, uh, just identifying trends. So I think it's super interesting to look back at the top episodes. And it's also kind of a year in review. Now, the big thing that has happened that we will talk about in this episode is that for the second year in a row, campground reviews have are dominating our top downloaded episodes. That's the second year to Which 11 is of the 14 considering the history of this podcast where for those of you that haven't been hanging around for a long time, years ago we started a second podcast called Campground of the Week because we knew people really wanted more in-depth campground reviews. They were asking for it. Um, And we wanted to give them the opportunity to have them. But then at the same time, we thought, well, nobody's going to want to listen to a whole episode of a campground review on the RV Atlas. Like if it's not a campground in their area or it's not a campground that like maybe it's a Jellystone and they're like, we don't go to Jellystone. Or or I went there and I'm not going back. Yes. We thought we can't do it. So we started another podcast. Well, the historical hysterical thing is, is that those numbers were always significantly lower than the RV Atlas podcast. I, I can tell. I remember it all so clearly because like, I do look at all our downloads carefully, yeah. even though I don't look at other numbers <laughs> carefully. The RV Atlas, which was RV Family Travel Atlas at that time, 
always had twice the number of downloads right. as the Campground yeah. of the Week podcast. Literally week after week after week. It was and always. And so we finally just ditched it. We were like, okay. Oh, don't say we ditched well, it. Well, no, no, no. We, we didn't. What we did was we pulled it over. We said, okay, why don't we just do more than one episode a week of the RV Atlas? And then people can just listen to the episodes that they so want. So there was some strategy on our part. <laughs> strategy. So we said, okay, we'll do make sure we have regular broad RV content and camping content every week and then a campground review every week. And so we thought we'd see the same thing, right? You would think, oh, we're going to bring it over into the same feed. It's easier for well, us. We were hoping it would pull the numbers up on the and campground reviews, And then we thought we'd pull frankly. it a little up because people don't have to go into another podcast to listen to. Well, then we pull it over into the RV Atlas feed and apparently they're just as well, popular, if not more, than any of the other. It, it's fascinating you to me. You people are very You funny. people are interesting. It's fasc- <laughs> It is absolutely fascinating to me. Yeah. And it never surprised me that Campground of the Week had half the number of downloads. Right, because it just surprising. seems more niche. It was more niche. niche. Yeah, more niche. exactly. So that and makes sense. A lot of people still like, when are you bringing that podcast back? And I'm like, look, we still do tons it's, of Campground reviews. Oh, and let's reviews. just say for anybody listening to this that hasn't, that didn't even know about Campground of the Week, it's over there. We still pay like we pay the hosting fee every month so that the 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 podcast is there and available you can go back and listen and you know while there may be just, some we all should hope that stephanie doesn't kick the butt the bucket anytime soon because <laughs> if she does i don't know where she no where idea. or how she you pays do. for that you don't even <laughs> and that know. podcast feed will disappear <laughs> but to her point they're all there and there was over two i think we did over 200 episodes. there's a lot and you know what the thing is there's going to be little minor updates probably right like you're listening to a campground review and this may be different or that may be different but really the thing about the campground industry is there's not the large scale changes usually in a campground that there are in other like travel spaces so really if you're listening to a campground review while some details may be different usually the big picture is going to be I the think same that's a good point maybe it's in there's a new pool or whatever but this yeah. all begs the question why has this all flipped why are our campground review episodes the most popular? And they're not twice as popular as other episodes. I'm just saying they're they're just they, they get just more downloads. Rise to the top, yeah. I think that this is all a COVID related phenomenon. I think it's all related to the massive influx of thousands and thousands of new RV owners who are listening to our podcast and and maybe are new to our podcast. Welcome, by the way. Um, and I just think that like. A I lot have another of, theory. Well, let me finish this one. Okay. You did yours. Oh, I thought And so were, I think okay. like there's thousands upon thousands of these new RV owners and clearly they don't know where to go or they, they have a very vague idea of what their options are for camping. Now, I'm not being condescending saying that because 12 we years ago, we had, we literally had no, we bought the pop-up camper I and we were like, okay, where do we go now? coupon book. From the pop, from like the dealer. New Jersey Association. I opened that coupon book that we got and I started calling campgrounds. You did. You started Seashore Campsites. I was like, okay, let's Buy one here. night, There's get one coupon. half price. <laughs> she was a coupon camper. <laughs> coupon camper. Let's go here. I get a free Oh my night. God. There ain't no coupons anymore no, for no camping. Coupons. No coupons. Okay. So can I share my theory now on why it is? Yes. Okay. I think it has to do somewhat with the fact that when we first started this podcast, there were there was one other RV podcast that started at the same exact time as we did, the same exact month 
and that was I don't um the Mike, Mike Wendland one. He podcast. actually our started like two weeks before right. His. I mean, like we we both launched. We didn't even know each other at the time. We were no like it was just we both launched an RV podcast. There was no other real. There were some of those radio shows and stuff. There there wasn't one other RV podcast, but there was only literally there were like three other RV podcasts, and one of them was a retired couple, and they only did it once a month. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like a regular form of entertainment. There was there was, was like living the RV dream, but yeah, there was there was not yeah. a lot. You're you're right. So Mike and Jen Wenland's podcast was definitely geared towards a different, I mean, we, we were in two different lanes, right? With our, with our content. We sometimes ended up at the same campgrounds (laughs) metaphorically, but but, but yes. But we were in two different lanes. So I think that when people were looking, right. And podcasts were growing at the time, um, people were looking, they found us, right. And they would start listening. I think that now there's a lot, right. (laughs) There's, there's a lot. There's a lot more, right? There's a lot more RV content. I mean, there's no denying it. Yeah, Yeah. there's a lot of RV podcasts out there, and that's great. But the thing is, is that most of the time podcasts are very – the RV podcasts are very centered on sort of the more general RV information. And when I look out there, I don't see a real focus on campgrounds in any of those other podcasts. I have a theory. I'm going to take your theory further. Okay. Because I think we actually know a lot about how all this works. <laughs> We've been doing I, it for a while. <laughs> dear God, I hope so. <laughs> I think you're 100% right. I'm going to take it a step further. And no one misunderstand me because I am not – this is not a judgment statement at all. It's just me looking at data. A lot of the other RV podcasts are by full-timers. Yeah. I think a lot of full-timers get hooked into – a uh, thousand trails or certain types of right. affordable camping because they're camping 365 right. nights a year. Yeah, they're not going to go to hundred dollar resorts every night. And that's yeah. not all we do. We do lots of state parks. We do everything. Um, but I think that a lot of the full timers can generate great RV content, right. but I don't think any of them have their fingers on the wide, wide variety of campgrounds. That more maybe recreational. The world that we've experienced yeah. as mm-hmm. more like the weekend warrior RVers. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. a whole lot of theories. Yeah. The weekend warrior. I think is definitely something. I mean, you can just, you know, like, right, like we were always more, even though we brought people onto our show that that weren't traveling with kids or camping with kids or that weren't going to resorts or whatever, we were always more in that space of that weekend warrior, full-time jobs, kids in sports, how are you going to camp kind of mode. And I don't know that in all these years, even though a million other options have popped up for RV content, I'm not sure that anybody is there. I, well, and this is all. So I think people come for campground you know, reviews. You know what's funny too? Like we have seen really amazing uh, full-time RV content creators come and go too, right? Because people do it for three or four years, and then life change changes, and then they're not RVers well, anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Well, because it's hard, right? We know we know that we love our listeners who share their ups and downs with getting their middle school kids who have sports and friends to camp. Like, right? Like we never have wanted to paint some sort of like fake image of what it means to get your family out and on the road or like we all know this, right? Like it's hard to vacation. <laughs> like that sounds crazy, but it is. It is hard to vacation. It is hard in the busy in, in chapters of your life. Yes. Yeah. And so like that's we want 
you know, we want to say like, we see you on that and not just say like, oh, oh throw have, it all away and hit the, the road. We have people in the RV Atlas group. Um, you know, I wouldn't say a lot, but certainly like every now and then I recognize somebody who's been following us for a long, long time saying they sold their RV yeah. and it's not working for this yeah. period of their lives. And I, I think I have actually reached out to some and say, hey, stay in the group. Yeah. You know, hang out here with us because just because right now you're not getting to it doesn't mean that in three years it's not going to be an amazing passion again. And certainly we are, you know, we got kids in travel sports, man. We get it. You know, know. like I'm dying to get to the campground more than ever. Yeah. And to me, I I almost because it's harder to get to the campground for us now, there is part of me that loves it more. Now, of course, all this has led to the Where Should We Camp Next book too, right? Mm -hmm. That like this, we have this book out with campground reviews from all over the country and we have 50,000 copies of our book in print. Yeah, it's, been, seven it's been very popular because people um, are going like, look, everybody says, right, oh, there's only this many campgrounds in that book. Yes, because you know what? Doing a phone book like Good Sam's phone book of campgrounds is not super helpful to people unless you really know what you're doing and you really want to narrow it down on your own. Like this was not supposed to be a comprehensive book of every camping option in America. This is like, hey, you just bought an RV. And you want to go a, camping? Here are great options. The, the only negative reviews we get on the book are like, there's not enough campgrounds. On the cover, it says there's 300 plus. <laughs> like we said exactly <laughs> how many the there are. Like when we said 300 plus, we didn't mean a thousand. I know. It's like 305. But, but it's 50 states. Like it's yeah. 50, it was well, a, it's 300 and something pages. Just so people understand too, like I would love to have an 800 page book out called Where Should We Camp Next? Our publisher ain't doing it. No. Like it's not going to happen. Like book. no one, no publisher wants that 800 page book. Yeah. yeah. So okay, I mean, so we'll just keep putting out. Let's do campground a, content. How about that? I love doing the campground content. <laughs> so we circled content. around. And our correspondents so are, play a huge role in this. We hear you. We know it's popular. It's been popular now for two years on the podcast and we'll keep doing it. We hear you. We, we hear see you. you. We see you. You're not invisible listener. <laughs> we okay, care. Let's do a sponsored <laughs> message from our friends at Camp Spot and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the top 14 episodes. And if you missed any of them, I think it'll give you a cool chance to go back. I'll put links on the show notes to all these episodes. And you can kind of see what people are interested in in terms of travel locations and some of the other content that was really popular on the RV Atlas this year. We'll be back in a second. CampSpot is a free instant booking platform for camping across North America. Research and book the best campgrounds, RV parks, cabins, glamping destinations, and more, whether it's last minute or for your epic road trip months away. CampSpot lets you filter your search results by the type of getaway you want. Browse by location, price point, site type, amenities, and more. CampSpot also offers premium inventory, real-time availability, and a lowest price guarantee so that you can find the best sites at the best campgrounds for the best prices. Plus, you can save your favorite campground finds for future trips and keep all of your reservations organized in one place. No more digging through old emails to access those reservations. With CampSpot, they are always right at your fingertips. It is time to book those 2022 camping trips right now, believe it or not. To find your camp spot, visit campspot.com today. All right, Stephanie, are you ready for the top 14 most downloaded episodes of the year on the RV Atlas? I know. I always love when everybody puts out their top 14 lists. I love top 10. Are you being sarcastic? Yes, I'm being sarcastic. I love top 10 lists. Right. I love top 10 lists. Oh, you're making fun of the top 14. Okay. (laughs) So episode 14. 
Return to Moose Hillock. And so this was a, you know, Jeremy and Stephanie and the boys episode uh, just about our Memorial Day weekend trip to Moose Hillock, which, oh my God, we had so much fun and we had awful weather and we still had so much fun. So my thing with this one is I can have fun on an RV trip when the weather's not good, as long as it's not a total, total rain out. Yeah, we've had a lot of years um, of time where we've struggled with a lot of different weather issues, you know, with how much we've been on the road. And I'll be honest, we've never had a total, we've had disappointments. Do I wish we could have been sitting poolside at Moose Hillock in 80 degree weather at that pool? We were all sitting weekend. in our rented expensive but cabana. Can I tell you why? Yeah, but that's fine. That might have been nice, but we still had fun because we've always been flexible and known how to pivot. Right. Like we're just like, like it was immediately like, okay, we'll go on the boat tour, which the boys love a good boat tour. And the tour. sun came out for the boat tour. And like, we just like, we get up, we, we go on our way and we do fun things. Anyway. And we scheduled, we looked at the weather, saw a four hour gap with no rain and then went on a hike. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, just like, it's just going, you know, yes, it's nice to have a plan, but Hey, when, when the weather changes, when things don't work out, change the plan, make the best of it. Number 13. I did a two episode series with Lauren Eber from a fam with a van, just one of our great correspondents who's, you know, brought a lot of great content onto the show over the years. We did two episodes. We did one on Southern California beach camping and one on Northern California beach camping. And the uh, 13th most downloaded episode of the year was the one on Northern California beach camping. Now, guys, there's an element of randomness to this, too, because older episodes have an advantage over newer episodes because people download them more. So like, right, because they keep getting down. People don't yeah. know that necessarily, but they keep getting downloads over time. But I actually think we did the Southern California one first. And my, one of my summaries of the two episodes was like the Southern California beach camping episode was like the Beach Boys episode mm -hmm. and the Northern California beach camping episode was like the Grateful Dead episode because, right. you know, California is yeah. so different in the, yeah. the southern parts and the northern parts. So maybe our audience is just more digging that uh, Jerry Garcia, Jerry Northern Garcia California, vibe. Grateful Dead, <laughs> friend of the devil vibe for their camping. So those were two great episodes um, by Lauren. And we've done a lot of beach camping type content over the years like if you go to the rvatlas.com there's a lot of beach camping stuff on there because we, lo we, we stephanie love stephanie and i love camping, beach camping but you know because we do we always look at our data guys um our audience is actually more um mountain people than beach every single time we've done a poll every single time we've like done any sort of like re okay beach camping content whatever and we've asked people there's more people that listen to this podcast that like mountain or lake camping than beach camping. But beach campers, I think, are just ferociously loyal to the experience of beach camping. Oh, a lot of people. Look, if you're landlocked, if you're from, you know, we have a lot of listeners in the Midwest or something. You, uh, I don't if know you if don't I'm grow up at the Cape beach, Hatteras. I don't know. If you don't grow up at the beach, I think you like show up and beach camping. You're like, what the heck? Well, we, you, you, it's, it's like true. there's sand and <laughs> like it's and there's sun sand in the and there's wind. And yeah, I think it's like a lot And then my, own, my awning broke. <laughs> you know, it's funny. We have loved the Cape Hatteras KOA over the years. And I'd go back there in a heartbeat, man. I'd go back there tomorrow. We certainly know that we have recommended it to people who have shown up and been like, this stinks. It's just, right? Like it's know, a park, a sandy parking, a parking lot. lot. But and that's a lot in California. That's a lot of the beach camping is just a parking lot right on the beach. You have to want to be on the beach to love beach camping, I think. So it's but I love it and it I needs, always will. it needs to be born and bred into you? No. Oh, no, I'm sure plenty of people have gone to Assateague like we have and been like, oh my gosh, this is so magical. But I think when you grow up, you know, there's the saying, sand between your toes. 
when you grow up with sand between your toes, you just are different about that the beach. That sand ain't ever coming out. No, yeah. you're just like, this is, it's your happy place. Look, our kids are like that now. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that, that's how they are. Well, we love beach camping. Give us right. a beach. Number 12. 10, and Stephanie, make sure that we say the names of any correspondent involved in an episode. Okay. Number 12. 10 must-see spots in Great Smoky Mountains National Park with DJ Odom. DJ Odom's a great friend of the show. He's been on, giving us some great campground reviews. The idea for this one was that we were going to have him on to talk about great spots for photography in Great Smoky Mountains National Park because he's an awesome photographer. But then I thought, oh, some people who aren't photographers really might not care. So let's just make it like his 10 favorite spots in Great Smoky Mountains National Park to like hike, visit, hang out, whatever. And that episode resonated with people. People love that episode. He had a it's lot of the personal- most popular yeah. national park in our country. So it's gonna, it, it gets the most visitors every year. It's easy for a lot of people in this country to access. Okay. Because really like so much of the East coast can go there. So much of the mis- Midwest can go there. So this is really, I, I would say this is America's national park. It is. And he had some really personal stories there with his wife and his family, and a lot of history there. So it's just like one of those great episodes where it was like the right person for the right topic. And, and clearly people really, really liked that one. So that was the 12th most downloaded episode of the year. Number 11. All right. So this is our cluster, right? This is the end of that cluster that you just couldn't leave out. Yes. 14, 13, well, 12, yeah, I mean, 11. Like if I had started at number 10, I just feel like we would have left out a lot of cool okay. stuff. So number 11, the 11th most downloaded episode of the year for the RV Atlas was our review of Jellystone, Delaware Beaches, a campground in Delaware, about 15 minutes from the beach that we reviewed and went to last summer. And this campground was recently purchased by Blue Water. Is that correct, yep. Stephanie? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess it was independently owned. It was purchased by Blue Water, the company that owns Massey's Landing and the Chesapeake Peak Bay KOA. But they kept the Jellystone. They kept it as a Jellystone. The designation, right. they are transitioning this campground and turning it into more of a legit Jellystone resort. We were there while that transition was sort of unfolding. So like it wasn't an amazing, amazing campground experience. Like it needs work, but they're doing the work. We always knew that over the years. Like the people that own that Jellystone Delaware were not really – keeping up. I, I mean, they knew it, obviously. They that sold it. happens all the time when right? these, these big happens. companies buy them. Yeah. But they are... I, so, well, I guess what I'm driving at is I think maybe a lot of people were interested in this one yes. because it's been in the news as like, oh, they're renovating it. So people are like, oh, well, what did Jeremy and Stephanie think? You and know? I think a lot of people were watching it. Yeah. Like, okay, what's the deal here? Is this going to be, you know, a good one? Because I think before it was not the kind of Jellystone experience that falls into the category of, um, say, Lazy River Quarryville. or Quarryville. Right. It was not. And people Mill that. Run. Mill Run. And so people were picking um, the Maryland one is also – they change their name all the time, the Maryland one. So Jellystone Williamstown? Why do they keep doing Williamsport, that? Williamsport? I don't know. They change their name Jellystone, Maryland. Jellystone, Williamsport. They can't get their acts together with their name. But – all of those people were like, well, I'm going to pick each of these over the the Delaware because they're nicer. And so it's kind of like, is this Delaware one going to come up and be on par with those? I also think that our heritage as a podcast, going back to RV Family Travel Atlas, I still think we do have a lot of families listening with kids and they yeah. see a Jellystone and they always want to listen to the Jellystone podcast. Yeah, yeah we've, we've talked about that. We like to go a little like uh, put down the curtain, right? The fourth wall and say all the time, like it's hysterical how many people like tell us 
us the kinds of campgrounds we should or shouldn't review or the kinds of camp, like, you know, like, oh, too many resorts or too many KOAs. It's like, you know what? People go to these, even though it's hipper and cooler to show off your boondocking site in the middle of nowhere, the majority of campers are going to actual okay. designated We're also campsites. from the East Coast, and it's like, if there were amazing boondocking sites yeah, all around wow. where I live, we would be there. But look, <gasps> the ultimate- Really? You're going to bring our kids all the time out into the middle of a field? No, I'd go alone. <laughs> yeah, <give me> <laughs> uh, but the ultimate, look, for our longtime listeners, I think, you know, the ultimate- RV Atlas trip that we all love would be to like go four days to a state park with no hookups and then like four days to a resort. Like that's it, man. We've done that. We've replicated that dozens and dozens of times over the years, right? No matter what location we're going to, we're usually doing a combination. Like, you know, our South Dakota, it was like a national park site, um, a private resort and oh and a state park right so we did a national park a state park and a private resort for our south dakota perfect one and, and that's and the perfect for new for rv us. owners yeah. that are listening I, I want you to know why you go to the state park you have the more rustic experience you fill up your tanks you know or you use up your water or whatever it is and then you head to the resort and you get the full hookup site right and you take care of your business there so, and then you go and you swim in the pool and the pool for uh, the know. kids our kids always love it's a, a nice transition to go from that state park to that resort and you Fair save fish. a little money overall in that process all right we're going to be back in a second to talk about the top 10 episodes oh, of the year which really <laughs> could have just been the whole podcast maybe we need to speed up how quickly we go through them yeah. but before we do that we have a sponsored message from our friends at Go RVing. Go RVing's newly designed website, GoRVing.com, is packed with all of the information you need to get started and go RVing. Check out Go RVing's Get Started tab to find information from real RVers about buying an RV, renting an RV, finding a campground, and a comprehensive first-timers toolkit. The Buying an RV section includes a complete guide to buying a new RV and tips for visiting national parks. The Renting an RV section explores your options for trying before buying. The Finding a Campground section lets you search campgrounds by state. The First-timers toolkit is a robust set of blog posts and how-to videos that will turn you into an expert RVer in no time at all. Go RVing's Get Started tab is packed with the content you need to become a more experienced RVer and have fun doing it. And this is just a small sample of the content you will find there. To find out more, head on over to GoRVing.com. All right, Stephanie, number 10, we'll do quickly because we just talked about Jellystone. It was another Jellystone review, the Jellystone Guadalupe River. Our correspondent, Shelly Bailey Shaw, came on and she's always terrific on the podcast. She, she always brings it. She was a you know television correspondent for years and years and she, she's wonderful. Can't wait to meet her in person. She loved this Jellystone Guadalupe River. There are lots of good Jellystones in Texas. Jellystone yes. sort of has a stronghold in Texas. Yep, because any Jellystone that can put in all those water slides and water features and stay open longer throughout the year can make more money doing it. Well, that's it's why economics. they're opening them there, yeah. It's economics. Yeah. You have more days that you can get money out of people. Texas is its own country in so yeah. many ways. It's also <laughs> its own like rv part of the country um, like it's there's a whole rv economy rv ecosystem it is it has its yeah. own rv ecosystem episode number nine now this is the first of three episodes in the top 14 featuring gretchen holcomb from boxy okay Colonial well let's face it the, the first of three in the top nine 
if you're going to be oh, serious yeah. about it. Gretchen, Gretchen delivered wow. the goods. <laughs> Gretchen must have her finger on the pulse. Gretchen must travel a lot and go she to does. cool places. She does. So number nine was five amazing Georgia State Park campgrounds. This is – and Gretchen was great, but this is my favorite type of episode. Yes. And we just I started love the roundup. These, we started these – gosh – just maybe like three years ago. You got us hooked into this. I stuff. did. Not just doing one campground, but batching I them around. I wanted to a, give people, because yeah. that's what I felt like everybody was always coming into our Facebook group and saying like, I'm going to the Smokies or I'm going, right? And then everybody would weigh in with their recommendations. And it's not that there was, there was one good recommendation in that batch, right? Like it depends on what you wanted. So I was always like, I love the idea of presenting everybody with options for an area. So we did, I mean, we've done um, the Great Smokies, Smokies we've Myrtle Beach. Yeah, we've so we've done a lot of these, and these are some of my favorite episodes. I love them, and they make for good blog posts too. Like yep. for people that don't even you know listen to the podcast, you can just read these on the rbatlas.com. Okay, so thank you, Gretchen, for that first of the uh, top nine episodes. You dominated our charts uh. here, and I'll link to all of these podcasts individually in the show notes at the rbatlas.com, so they're easy to find for you. Number eight, guess what? A campground review. So my good camping buddy Phil Travaglia reviewed the Newberg KOA. Phil always brings lots of like love and enthusiasm and he he just loves this campground. Like his family goes there a lot. They've got lots of good memories there. I mean, nobody knows that when they decide to listen to the show, right? Like, oh, Phil's really going to bring it with heart and emotion. Right. Like, I guess people are interested in this. In the Newburgh KOA. Well, it's out. It's close enough to New York City that it comes up when people search maybe for like That's the true. New York City area campgrounds and people stay there. So that could be why. Which, speaking of which, the fact that we've never done a roundup of the different campgrounds to camp in around New York City is a shame. I'll get right on that. <laughs> Because people, well, we, we, no, either us people or our correspondents all, have been to all of them, all too. Of them. We've been so, to all of them. Um, it's something that people ask about all the time, so you should put well, that we haven't been to on the Bear podcast. Creek one, though. We need, to, we need to go to that one. Do we know so anybody that's been to Bear Creek? Last we'll year, it. Phil did a campground review as well that was in the top 10, and I told him, I was like, Phil, your review, and I think it was Hither Hills in Montauk. I, I, Probably. I, I, that's, I, another, yeah. that's another uh, um, popular one. I, that was like in our top 10. I was like, Phil, your, one of your episodes was in the top 10 most downloaded episodes of the year. And he's like, well, Jeremy, I did listen to it hundred times myself. Uh, he's so maybe, boosting his numbers. Maybe he's boosting his numbers listening. Phil's one of the best. They have such a lovely family and it's just one of those families I feel like you know, we've come in contact with because of this podcast and because of the RV Atlas. We never would have met them otherwise. And I, we feel so blessed to know them. Camp yeah, with them. Just yeah, such good people. Excited to camp with them next year. So the next two are not campground reviews. And these are the types of episodes that to me would have typically dominated the charts and been up at the top. So number seven, and this, I'm just going to lay this, this was my favorite episode of the year, I think. Um, Camping hacks from the RV Atlas group. I basically just asked the RV Atlas group, like, what are your favorite camping hacks? Things that simplify the process, uh, things that make it easier for you to get out on the road and have a fun camping trip. Because every camper is so, RVers are so resourceful and like thrifty and nifty and everybody's got got a hack you know or got three hacks or things they do that just make uh, camping better so we crowdsourced this it was like the greatest post ever in the RV Atlas group. I pinned it to the top of the RV Atlas group if you want to find it. I there was I think there was hundreds of responses or over 100 responses. And we literally just went through everybody's Well, there's just something for hacks. everyone. That's the thing. It was just like a real, a huge, oh, you know, like whether it was 
food or packing or those like the, it just well, like you just nailed it. Those yeah. were the top two things everyone talked about. Because those are the top two things that stress points. stress people out when getting out on an RV trip. And it's not fair that the RV industry acts like it's no work to RV. Every hobby is work. I hate that. Like, don't say it's not work. It is work, right? You do have to pack. You do have to figure out your food situation. So give people really easy hacks. To get out there easy. Well, the problem is it takes real RVers to create that content, right? Where the industry <laughs> yeah, itself doesn't know how to do that. They're like, we don't want to actually do it. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay. So then number six, and there's there was no relation to these episodes. They weren't released at the same time of year or anything. But number six was my interview with Mark and Julie Bennett from RV Love about their brand new book, RV Hacks, which is a great book. Pick it up for Christmas, put it in the stocking. Just make sure you buy our books too, okay? Um, (laughs) No, like I can't help but recommend their book. It's just a great book. And I think we walked through maybe a dozen of their hacks from the book. And Mark and Julie are terrific. They create you know, incredible RV content. And this is a, I just don't know an RV owner that wouldn't like this book. Like I, yeah, I, could, I know fine. thousands of RV owners and everyone would love it. And they, they did a great episode. So that was number six. So number five was a campground review of Robert Tremon State Park by my good friend, Ellen from Free to the Airstream. Now I met Ellen when she was on my Go RVing show, Six Things I Love About My RV. And we had so much fun meeting each other. We had such a fun day, you know, filming her and her Airstream Frida that I was like, you know what? you got to come on the podcast. And we actually made it happen. So she came on and she reviewed Robert Truman State Park, talked about cool things to do in the Finger Lakes. We haven't been to this one. Like we've been to the Finger Lakes. We've RV'd in the Finger Lakes. We didn't stay here. This is where I want to stay. Yeah. I, I've been meaning to get back to the Finger Lakes. We, we've had plans there that we've canceled over the years. Well, girlfriend, like, let's go. Let's plan it for next summer. Okay. <laughs> we loved the Finger Lakes. No, we've we only really been once. It was nine years There's ago. There's so many great camping options there too. We it's could just, do a Finger Lakes. Finger Lakes are huge. We had, I know, we had um, a, a reservations at a state park up there just a couple years ago that we ended up having it two summers ago that we had to cancel. So Yes. And so we could go back to the Finger Lakes and do it and see all different sections of the Finger Lakes in New York. So Ellen was wonderful. And uh, that was a great episode. It was our fifth most downloaded episode of the year. So we're going to come back in a second and give you the top four episodes of the year. But before we do that, we have a sponsored message from our friends at Thetford. Thetford makes going places easy by manufacturing top RV maintenance and sanitation products, and they've been doing it since 1963. Thetford's Aquamax holding tank treatments neutralize odors and accelerate waste digestion to prevent clumping, clogging, and tank residue, all at the same time. The Aquamax family is bronopollen formaldehyde-free, so it's campground-friendly and California-compliant. It's also proudly made in the USA. Thetford's family of Aquamax holding tank treatments have been extensively researched and treated safe for all RV and marine toilets, holding tanks, and septic systems. Aquamax is available in liquid toss-ins and drive packets in seven different sizes and in spring shower scent and summer cypress scent. To find out more, head on over to Thetford.com. All right, everybody, we're back for the top four most downloaded episodes of the year. And it surprises me a little that people are listening to our single campground review episodes pretty much more than anything else. In a weird way, it makes sense for all the reasons we discussed. Uh, So number four, Gretchen from Boxy Colonial. Here she is, folks. Uh, Gretchen. uh, And this is a 
Southerner coming in with a review. Of North Beach Campground in Burlington, Vermont. Unbelievable. I think Gretchen's a New Englander in her soul, though. Yeah. I. This is great. This is such a great um, review, too, because it's been a little while. We love camping in Vermont, and it has been a little while since we've camped there, right? Because, I mean, like, look, there's a bazillion great camping options, and we're always going to different ones. So this is nice to have Vermont represented again because, honestly, it is the probably the place where, like, our real true RV, like, love started. I think that New England is <laughs> – The summers that we spent in New England yeah. when the boys were little. I mean, but particularly Vermont. We spent a lot of time in Vermont I think we did that. three RV trips to Vermont. Yeah, it's a and, great place. And so Gretchen and her, you know, her crew did Burlington in the podcast. She gave lots of tips. This campground is right in downtown, right? Yeah. Like it's a cool urban type spot. Like it's like a nothing fancy kind of place, but location, location, location. So Gretchen's like the overall experience of this campground and uh, Burlington, Gretchen was like really excited about and it was a really cool part of her and, epic Okay. Trip. So this is to a review, a campground review, but Gretchen is great at doing destination pieces like camp here and do all this fun stuff with your family like they well, are they don't mess around no like there she's basically like she's like a road schooler really well, when they travel is, yeah she her family owns an rv to travel yeah not to camp because they have four and kids the, and i'm not saying they're not campers like, right, like, but they're, they're but not they're going travelers. into the middle of nowhere to like unwind like and not not on their big fault, like they, their big summer trip. Yeah. Every year they do like a 30-day trip and they're yeah. going out to see America. Yeah, exactly. It's truly like road tripping with an RV. Yeah. Okay. Number three, the episode was titled Four Amazing Campgrounds in the Pacific Northwest, a campground roundup. And for the first time on the podcast, we had my friends Tyler and Kendra from Camp Spot and they were so good and they are so nice and they are such great RV content creators. They do they do a ton of the content for Camp Spot, like right. their photography, they do blog posts, they do recipes, uh, they have a beautiful Airstream, like their content is really like kind of permeates the Camp Spot website. Uh, really admire their work. They were great on the podcast, gave, you know, four or five great campground reviews in this episode and obviously people wanted to listen to this one so, right so okay you earn your spot coming back tyler and kendra because you coming were in the back top three. more than once next <laughs> yeah year. come on you gotta have one more they're in the top three because once you come on and you get the downloads yeah <laughs> no it's not just about the downloads but it's about the downloads okay uh, no it's not number two <laughs> casita dean may checks in with a really strong performance he, he, so he can come back on the podcast we'll let him, we'll let him come back <laughs> the towns in koa and this is a really popular campground like this has to be yeah, this and anchor down are probably the two most popular campground options in the smokies hysterical that we were there years ago we've recommended it in so many places 10 with, years ago and written about it in articles and i don't think we ever covered it on the podcast no we reviewed it oh we did we reviewed oh, this okay okay I probably was like, seven years ago so long ago, but that's yeah. also you know we're at that point where if we reviewed a campground seven years ago no, and, and somebody like casita dean may yeah. let's get the fresh review yeah. but to your point earlier stephanie this is one of those campgrounds that hasn't changed much no no it's, it's like right same thing same same and um you know what's really fun about casita dean and laura is that he started coming on this podcast when they were planning for their RV retirement adventures. And this was years ago. And now they're there. And now they're there. Those like, crazy kids. He retired. Like in the time we knew him, he was planning years for his, this retirement. They just did a and huge trip. They were in like Black Mountain, North Carolina. They were yeah. at Mama Gertie's. Hey, Dean, time to come back on the show, buddy. 
Let's go. We Got, need some fresh need some Dean content. <laughs> you know what, Dean? I'm talking directly to you right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm almost positive they did Mama Gertie's on this last trip. We reviewed oh, Mama, gosh, Gert- Mama Gertie's. Mama Gertie's is beautiful. And that we one they've added. We never reviewed yes, Mama Gertie's on the podcast. The podcast didn't Stephanie, exist when we We did. reviewed it not on Campground really? of the Week. We reviewed it on RV Family Travel Atlas. It's buried at the end of one of the episodes when we used to do like the oh, variety show thing. we used to have, thing. right, all the different things. So yeah. I don't know what was on those And then, episodes. you know, Google SEO on the day and we got a little well, more focused. that was focused. eight years ago. It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. All right. Number one, Gretchen. <laughs> Hey, Gretchen. Gretchen. Now is the point where we announced that you are What does taking, she get? I, we do. Are, I have to get her a give gift. give her something. I have to give her a gift. <laughs> Some sort of swag or something. Okay. You have it's to the send year, her a box. It's the year of Gretchen. <laughs> well, and then, I got to be honest with you. Four Mile Creek, a campground outside of Niagara Falls. Like, are that many people interested in going to Niagara Falls? Like, Yeah. It, we okay. have um, – it's people that are searching for camping near Niagara Falls. They're going to find her – Review because we, you know, we show up in searches like that. So somebody's probably downgrading. (laughs) Like I'm not downgrading you, Gretchen. I'm just saying, like I would have thought your Georgia episode. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Think about it. People that are looking for campground reviews, and they're looking for like how many campground reviews of Four Mile Creek are there? Well, there there you go. So somebody, you know, everybody's like, okay, well, this is a place where I can go to listen. So you're saying that we are the only ones providing content. I haven't done the search for some of (laughs) these. I'd have to look at it, but yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like. Like, okay. All right, let's wrap this up. Stephanie, That's an amazing you, number one, though. That is a weird Well, it's a weird one. one. And, you know, I got to admit, too, like, maybe I just released it on a day when everyone was thinking about going to Niagara Falls. I mean, there's like, weird little things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, do you think this trend will continue? Uh do you think that this is going to be the case moving forward, that the travel and campground reviews continue to top the charts? Look, we 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 have a thing there we do people the, people have been coming around for our destination and campground people reviews not just from us but from the people content. that we bring yeah. in for years now almost a decade now we we've worked with all the major publishers in the space like we and i have a theory about why that is is because i don't think that we're too hung up on ourselves like we don't think like everything we like is what everybody likes. Everything we don't like is what nobody would like. Like we have a broader we have we have an understanding. Everybody's a little different, but we also know the things that like people generally. But I appreciate. think we have a why, and I think that we've chosen correspondents over yeah. the years that fit this mold too. I think we're interested in a wide variety of RV travel experiences, yeah. and I think certain and even a lot of the RV content creators out there just kind of do one like thing. one thing, and we're just like a bunch of different things. We've got something for everyone. We're a hot so. mess. Total hot mess. We have no point of view now. <laughs> um, but wait, so, we're going to plan the trip to the Finger yeah. Lakes, right? So, so I do think that this is, you know, something that people come to the RV Atlas for, and it's distinct. Like, yes, we can do a winterization episode, and so can a lot of other people. True. So it's something that is unique about what we do is we talk about the actual recreation, right, of RV travel, and you know. That's you're saying something really interesting and self-reflective. I'm glad that's the thing that we're best at because it's the thing that matters most to me out yeah, of all of it. I said a few years and, ago, look, we get into the the rigs. I know that everybody loves RV reviews and everybody loves, but at the end of the day, I hate getting too focused 
on the stuff. I do too. I, I don't really, hate it, but it's not my favorite it, at all. It starts to wear on me when it's all about the purchasing and the buying and the, I need this and I need that to have fun. No, right? All you need, and we've said this, like we had just as much fun in our pop-up, right? Like, and just going all over the place. We had barely any money. We had babies. It was crazy nights, kids crying, and we had a blast. And, you know, you have to hold on to that idea. You have to remember that. It's not about the stuff. And the country, America, our national parks, all of these things to me are endlessly, endlessly fascinating. And I kind well, of, we've got more to, I, I, we've got I, more to cover. I plan on spending <laughs> the rest of my life exploring those uh, things. And I, and and I, I hope I, with and you. And maybe he'll spend the rest of his life podcasting about it. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but uh, and, until then, we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. A big thank you for listening to this episode of the RV Atlas and a big thanks to our sponsors. To Jayco, the Thetford Corporation, Camp Spot, Yogi Bears, Jellystone Park Camp Resorts, and our friends at Ocala Marion County in Florida. To find out more about the topics discussed in this show, visit thervatlas.com. And join the friendliest group of RVers over at the RV Atlas Group on Facebook. And if you enjoyed this show, please consider leaving us a review over at iTunes. And we'll see you at the campground. See you at the campground. <laughs>